You know how we learn? We learn by hearing people's stories. These stories help us to understand, to empathize, to maybe affect change. And so we thought on this International Women's Day, it was important to talk about stories, right? One of the great ways to hear those stories is with something called the Indigenous Writers Circle Program. It's been around for a couple of years. It was launched by Audible in collaboration with Toronto's AM640. We wanted to learn more about it today to talk about some of the amazing stories it has featured. Odette Auger joins us now, one of the alumni for Audible's Indigenous Writers Circle. Odette, thank you for being here. No, thank you for having me. How important was this program to you? What did it allow you to do? It was absolutely important in building confidence, basically. Um, I've always been a storyteller, and I think a lot of our Ojibwe teachings are around humility. I know that's shared with many other nations. And humility can also enter into self-doubt, right? <laughs> right? The two things can become similar. So um, I... It caught my eye, and I thought, let's just let my writing speak for itself. Let's just see what the writing can do. And I sent in 2,000 words, and it was accepted. And so I was able to work one-on-one with a mentor and also access the other mentorships and other guest speakers and workshops for six months. Oh, that's amazing. So what did you learn from that process? Like, Did it change your writing? It didn't change my writing, but it definitely changed my approach and a lot of my process. Um, I write really intuitively, really early in the morning before my before my family right. are awake and <laughs> making noise. So um, I wake up early and I just write. Uh, full scenes will emerge in my head, and my job is just to write them down so others could see them or feel them or um, sense them. And my mentor was Angela Starrett, CBC journalist, and so she had a much more organized approach. Um, very much more about the chapter outlines and how to introduce more structure right from the beginning. And so I think now I have a much more balanced approach between those two things. Right. Everybody is different, though. I've learned that in speaking to so many different authors. Everybody has their own way of approaching writing, don't they? Definitely. And that was part of the learning, too, is able to learn from our peers, um, 24 other writers, and, you know, sometimes commiserating together, sometimes sharing challenges or solutions, right? Like, I'm having a hard time with this. This strikes too close to home. Um, Am I fictionalizing real life here? Like, how to tease that out and and just be really clear about what I'm doing. And other writers had tons of advice for me. Now, why do you think a program like this is so necessary? Like, it's an Indigenous writer's circle that wants to lift up those voices. How hard was it for you to get heard otherwise? I think, similarly, I think um, there's just a lot of systemic hurdles, I would say, that, you know, combined with humility, combined with my mother, um, her early childhood was spent in residential schools. It just wasn't in me to, you know, put my hand up and, me, me, you know, Let's, let's look at me for a bit. It just was definitely not my personality or, or culture around how I was raised, for better or worse. And I think that Audible feels a niche right there. So it's for any Indigenous person, Indigenous First Nations or Inuit person who wants to write. So they don't have to be in a writing program in a college or university. They don't have to come from a family that has a lot of writers to tap for inspiration or advice. It can be anyone who wants to write, does write, loves writing, whether they have, you know, an established background or not. And so I think that it just fills a really essential gap there that it's welcoming, it's receptive, 
seed like I did, and I just had that 2,000-word seed, and some of the other writers were much farther along, and so they were looking for more input on how to polish it for reaching out to publishers. Right, and, and now you're a mentor yourself, aren't you? I do. I do, mostly with youth and, uh, and young Indigenous reporters for Watershed Sentinel. I just love to hear about these opportunities now. What kind of stories do you hear from them? Do they sense that there are opportunities for them? I think uh, probably not. Probably when they first start, um, they're surprised. You know, and when when we're teaching them reporting basics for Watershed Sentinel, it is environmental stories, but it's it could be applied anywhere. And so I really encourage them, you know, we want first dibs on your environmental stories while you're mentoring with us, but please do feel free to take these skills and run with them. And um, some of the young women were in school um, just thinking about college or mid-degree, mid and all of a sudden journalism, you know, it became something well, yeah. that at least as an elective, they could tap. Like, I can write. I, you know, they all had strong voices uh, in who they were. That's what we saw in their applications. But just with a little bit of, you know, skill building and fine-tuning and thinking of your audience. And, um, yeah, it's really exciting to see them sort of brighten up. Like, wow, like, I could do this. <laughs> you know, my story is yeah. in print. Oh, I, I could do anything. Uh, that's, I think, what is so amazing about this is that here are these opportunities, and maybe they had been counted out or they had counted themselves out because they didn't think that was open to them and now they realize it is open to them. Absolutely. So how do you yeah. get that message through to them? How do you help make them understand that? I think just with careful listening, it's the same thing I would do if I was interviewing someone for one of my articles. Um, with listening to their story and hearing what is meaningful to them and what is lighting them up and then just it's really validating for any of us when we hear someone's actually listening to our story, um, whether that's a story you're reporting on in your community or, or a piece of fiction. I think that, you know, as soon as you feel genuinely listened to, it, it just builds a ton of confidence. And, and there's a, a lot of opportunity out there for Indigenous writers, for sure. And this is one of them. Um, the application is open until April 14th. So I would encourage anyone listening who's thinking, should I, should I not? You definitely should. Yes. <laughs> you definitely should, and you'll enjoy it. Uh, Odette, where can we find your work? Oh, mine, uh, Authory. I'm, all my work is collected in one place at authory.com. So that's author with a Y, and then my name, Odette O-J-A-U-G-E-R. And um, it's all gathered there in one spot. I would love to check it out. Odette, thank you so much for your time. No, thank you, and happy Women's Day to you, too. To you as well. That is Odette Auger. She's an alumni for Audible's Indigenous Writers Circle, so they're still accepting applications, as you heard her say. Uh, just check it out. It's until April the 14th, but offering some real opportunities uh, for emerging Indigenous writers to find an audience and understand that, yes, there is an audience for their work out there. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. <laughs> and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.